0: okay we are here we are done with a second week of matilda and i'm here this time with andy 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 Woo-hoo! andy yes and she came to the show last night Sure did. thank you for supporting man i appreciate you i had to i had to. i, I appreciate you well, so much when i
1: saw the cast list of who was in it i was mm-hmm. like i have to see this show <laughs> There's entirely way too much talent in this show. I have to go see
0: it. Backstory, the only reason I auditioned was because of Andy. I originally was skeptical about doing the show. I was going to take a break.
1: <laughs> and then I talked you into
0: it. And then you talked me into it. And then you didn't—you couldn't audition because you were sick. You had, like, every right reason to not audition. I wasn't mad about that. I was mad about the situation. <laughs> but I wasn't mad at you because you can't audition with... You had laryngitis, pharyngitis, and bronchitis. And bronchitis. Correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah. You were dying. And so you couldn't audition. And then I got it and I was like... Well, here we are. And so, when you came last night, I was like, "All thanks to you, I'm here because of you." So, how did your week go? It's. I mean, it's been a week, coming
1: off of the the Cub Scouts. Caleb is in the Cub Scouts. Pack seven eighty seven. Let's go,
0: man. And you're repping on the I shirt. I am
1: sure showing up. They um they did the pushmobile race last Saturday, and mm-hmm. they pulled out grand champion. So you're Carole living with um, a legend.
0: Legit, tux. basically. For sure, and he just joined that what like a month ago, yeah, something like that. Okay, yeah. so like you're welcome, pack seven eight. Yeah, so he just
1: walks in, and greatness happens, right?
0: right? Pretty much, that's your child, that's your <laughs> DNA walking around, just improving everybody's life and making them gold, mm-hmm. sincerely. So, okay, done right, right. <laughs> so, what did you think of the show overall?
1: I- loved it it was so great it was wonderful um i was really really impressed with all the talent honestly i mean like i said seeing the cast list i had to go see it because that is just a ton of talented Mm -hmm. people including you but i really want to focus on on the littles for a second because yes the amount of talent in those little children is astonishing Mm -hmm. um like i can't do that now and
0: i'm older i'm not gonna say
1: i mean me at an age that I will not disclose, right? But I am an adult lady. Yes, same. In my thirties, mm-hmm. um, you know. I mean, I you know, watching Aria play Matilda last night, yes. I
0: couldn't do that. Well, there was no way saying like narcolepsy and explaining what that is in a British accent to Miss Trenchful. I'm like, how could you? He has he has narcolepsy. At this this this, and he has that, and then no one catches this line. But she's like, didn't we? So she's trying to like protect Nigel, and someone goes, yeah hmm and then someone says snarcolepsy. No one catches it ever, and it makes me so mad that someone says snarcolepsy and no one catches it. That's funny. But someone says snarcolepsy oh, every right. time. So yeah, she's incredible, both her and Maddie. And Maddie's 11, mm-hmm. um, and she's one of the ones that I interviewed. Um, disclosure real quick to everybody. I did interview a lot of the cast, and you will get to hear a few of them, but a lot of that was unfortunately lost. I think something happened with the Wi-Fi connection, now that I think about it, at Playhouse, because it's a little bit faulty. Yeah. And I think something happened with those interviews, so I'm gonna tell you what we interviewed them on so you can still get that connection. Yeah. and then some of them were recovered but i also wanted to get andy's take on everything so because she was at the show and i trust her sight and her vision and everything else artistically so what was one of your favorite scenes
1: honestly and i'm not going to go too far into it because i'm going to need you to be able to walk through the doorway later um <laughs> okay but pathetic pathetic um, that is one of the hardest songs i mean me planning on auditioning mm-hmm. that was the first song that i wanted to learn because sure. it was so hard, just because it's very wordy and there's that really fast part, and mm-hmm. it's it's very difficult, and it takes a lot
0: of a lot of talent to get that out. And well, you, thank you, freaking kill it. <laughs> well, because like when I when I think of the song "Pathetic," so to give our viewers a background, I'm going in to talk to Miss Trenchpole for the first time in the show. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified of her, and so I had to put together since I had never seen the movie, I had to pick up on whatever instincts i felt me feeling like i've talked about in the last episode that feeling of being bullied by somebody in the workplace i was like bring that back out but just show it physically right and so i was there's a part that andy's talking about where i have to speak really quick and it took me until the week before the show to get it and it says Perhaps I will wait. She's probably having a meeting or something and won't want to be interrupted. If anything, caution in these situations is sensible. One should avoid confrontation when possible. I'll come back later then. She's trying to talk herself out of it.
1: Well, in trying to get that out in one breath, I just want to just state for the record. (laughs) I mean, pause this, rewind it. You try to do it. Well, and that's not even the pace.
0: That's, okay. It's a
1: lot faster than that. Do it at pace. Ah! Okay, here I go. No pressure. Mm, mm, mm
0: perhaps i should wait she's probably having a meeting or something and won't want to be interrupted if anything caution in these situation is sensible which should have one confrontation where possible i'll come back later then
1: yeah see and you did it one breath. Oh god it's you hard did. but now you're like <gasps> yeah and then
0: luckily i get as long of a breath as i want because they don't get to start playing the music again until i sing the word this yeah and so from there they have to count on me and i'm like i'm take a second so that's the part where it goes myself. into this but this little girl, girl. yeah, yeah it goes part. into that. It's so melodic and just it's so melodic sad. and sad and heartwarming. Um, the dogs say hi, by the way. Yeah, oh, sorry.
1: sorry. My, mm-hmm. my fur children do not know how to behave when there's company over, so they're <laughs> but they're just excited
0: out. about the show and they're, they're excited that they're living with Caleb, who's a legend, a freaking legend. Obviously, legend. is there anything that you were shocked by at all that you were just like, whoa, uh, everything, <laughs> everything. Stephanie Burke Stephanie coming Burke, out there, yes, yeah,
1: doing her loud. thing. Ralph Sanders of course. Mm-hmm. He he, he kills everything and it's mm-hmm. amazing. Nick as Rodolfo. That, <sighs> that killed me. I was in tears mm-hmm. laughing because that was he and he did that so well too. And and can I just say that's just him? Yeah. Naturally. I, and I love it. And I mm-hmm. love it because it's very it was just very like carefree and he
0: just mm-hmm. let it go. It, it, <laughs> he was I Elsa all the way yes yeah. he he really did let it go <laughs> it all of beautiful. it everything. beautiful everything so okay well when we come back we're going to talk to you about some of the interviews that we had with some of the cast and let you know how they have felt about the show what their experience has been like so stick with us and we will be right back <laughs> weird that we have sponsors now but we have sponsors now so that's what we just heard from oh yeah so um thank you to our sponsors for adding us in we appreciate you go check out their stuff their organizations um again all really great um organizations philanthropies things like that so we interviewed some of the cast and their responses were really good, funny, insightful. So the first person I got to talk to was Maddie, oh, Maddie, who plays Matilda when Aria doesn't. So like I have said in the last episode, a lot of people are double casted. So we have eight shows. One person will do four shows, and then the other person who plays their exact same role will do the other four shows. So we interviewed Maddie, who plays Matilda for four of the shows, and she is she's pretty young. And for her to be able to pronounce all the things she does, dance the way she does, I mean, she's very athletic in general. She's played softball before, she's done gymnastics, and then she does theater and she does choir at her school. I mean, she's a very well-rounded kid. I, I figured when I asked Maddie, I said, you know, what's your favorite song that you get to be a part of? And I figured she would say like naughty or one of the more like really enthusiastic ones, cause that's Maddie, right? Her favorite song is quiet. <laughs> And I when I asked her why, she said it was because it's so emotional. You get to leave everything out there. And I was like, Ah Like uh-huh. Isn't that like just that's, the sweetest thing? Like
1: is like big talk for a little baby. I know, I was not like a baby and it's hard to
0: I know. I was like, Okay, that's beautiful. She's like, Yeah, it's just so emotional and you really get to connect with the crowd. I was like, gawking at her i was like you are a child of god
1: when that that is like that's a big that's a big song
0: it's a big song but it's her favorite it's her absolute favorite um she said that she loves to get to be a part of so many different things within the show because it includes so many aspects with so many different characters so she really liked that so i thought maddie's interview was very cute i interviewed mateo and emil quite the pair they're two of our boys emil plays bruce and for those of you who are matilda fans Yes, we mean the Bruce that eats the cake. Um, For those of you who are not familiar with Matilda, Bruce has to eat this chocolate cake. It's one of the most iconic scenes in the movie, musical, book. Mm -hmm. And then Mateo plays one of just the older kids who's scary. And I'm so mad that I lost this recording, but he sounds super scary when they're introducing them on their first day of school and they're telling them how evil Miss Trunchbull is and how, like, the school is a living hell. He says, kid, you've got to listen. it's like this deep growl. Do you remember that? Yes. From the show? And I was like, oh, like... You know,
1: and I remember thinking, okay... Alright, now I haven't seen, like, the Broadway version.
0: I've just Mm -hmm. seen, you know, the movie. Right. But, um, I was like, okay,
1: this this took a dark turn
0: there. Right. (laughs) Okay. Like, he makes it really scary. And I still remember when his voice was higher last year in Newsies. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. Maturity is treating his voice very eerily good but like it yep. made it creepy yep. and scary and then emil what's what's so funny is i got emil in this interview with mateo and emil's very lighthearted. he's goofy and i'm like emil what do you think people should like expect to see when they come to see the show he's like they should expect a very good show <laughs> they should expect a very nice show and i was like are you alive <laughs> are you okay and so i it's it's interesting what some of these kids will do in an interview yeah um but he was just like It'll be good. It'll be fine.
1: I'm not a good interviewer. Yes, you
0: are. See, I can't even Uh, get
1: the word out.
0: But like, he just like froze. It's like that part in Despicable Me too, where it's like, she kisses my boo-boos. She does my hair. We love you, mothers, everywhere. And she's like, how was that? And he's like, I like the part where you smiled. (laughs) It was very similar to that. Mateo said that something that they could be looking for in the show is there's just a lot of features of different things of dancing uh, different types of singers. Like there was so much to look forward to, and it's that that it's a very compact show with talent.
1: There was a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, again, not having seen the Broadway and only seeing the movie, I uh-huh. didn't really know what to expect, but I was blown away. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, anytime the Playhouse does something
0: with I that mean, many kids, they knock it
1: out of the park every yeah. time. I don't know. I don't know what you parents are feeding your children, but if you could like,
0: dude, like half of them are homeschooled, and I'm like, if if my kid's gonna be that talented homeschooled, well, I want them. I want I, just, them
1: there. I just need tips. Right? Just give me tips. <laughs> Please. When do you feed them in the morning. Right.
0: Like, I need that cereal brand with that milk, <laughs> and I will be set for the day to be challenged and ready to take on the world, because that's what they're doing in this show. Yes. So, I then got to talk to Ralph. Now, for those of you who have seen Agatha Trunchbull, she's not an easy lady to play. And in the Broadway musical, she is cross-dressed from a man... a woman and ralph has played quite a few villains he's done opera he has taught choir for multiple years i mean he has lived a very well-rounded musical life ralph just slays he slays everything he does whenever we did newsies he was the villain in that he was pulitzer that's where we all met because we were part of the pulitzer posse we worked for pulitzer as our characters and talking to him he said i just love how sinister she is and how mean she is! I said, "Really?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "Because it's just so much and it's so radical that it's nothing like he's ever done." Well,
1: but you know what I think is interesting mm-hmm. um, for Ralph to play such a good villain. Mm-hmm. He is like the nicest. Person oh my god, that I've man! Met.
0: That man would like put his life out for anyone.
1: He is so sweet he, all the time, but it's like mm-hmm. he plays such a good villain, and I don't know where he pulls so, it So
0: what's funny is like kids would come up to him after the show and they would be very scared, but. They wanted to tell him good job. And I was like, I promise Miss Trunchbull is so nice. Jeez, just just so nice. just go go up to oh. her and she's totally fine. And then he'd be like, hello, thanks for coming to the show. But you know, on the stage, he's like blowing his whistle and he's like, Matilda warm one. And you're like, I may lose my life uh-huh. in this theater right now. I mean,
1: I felt a little a little threatened there too. I oh, yeah, you didn't
0: like the whistle. No,
1: I thought I was gonna get thrown in the choke. <laughs> seat, <honestly. laughs>
0: so Ralph I asked him I said you know you've done a lot of things you've experienced a lot of roles what's your favorite villain and immediately he was like Agatha Trunchbull and I was like seriously he was like oh yeah because she's just so hard-hitting and you just can't you can't escape you can't forget her face her character her demeanor and things like that so obviously right after I interviewed Ralph I interviewed Nick because (laughs) Nick plays Agatha Trunchbull three times and Ralph plays Agatha Trenchwell five times. Nick said something that he loved was just how eloquently she can come up with these ridiculous things (laughs) and how building her character was so much fun for him. Because Nick is very ridiculous in general. Like he's so lovable, he's a goof. And he's very talented and things like that, but I don't think he's ever gotten to do anything quite like this, whereas Ralph is used to playing the villain. Mm-hmm. And so for Nick to take on this role was something very fun for him. Yeah. I didn't get to talk to him about Rudolfo much, but for those of you who don't know, Rudolfo is Matilda's mom, Miss Wormwood, her dance partner. And he is he is a fool, let me tell you. That was, I was crying,
1: crying. And I was trying not to
0: break out. character. Like, I don't know if you saw me, like, purse my lips, like, multiple times, because I'm trying not to break character. Mm-hmm. And this man has on, like, this tight black shirt with these tight black pants and then pink, like, little sash arm I'll thingies. the the arms,
1: like they're, and they're frillies.
0: he's like, he's like, babes, who is this woman? Because Miss Honey comes to their house to tell them how brilliant their daughter is. And, well, not Rudolpho. Rudolph was just the dance partner. But he's like, babes, my hips on fire. Don't waste this. And he's like, <laughs> body rolling and things like that. I can't with him. He's, oh, my
1: gosh. I, everybody, everybody was like scream laughing. Yes. Because it was, he played that so he well. He was
0: so hysterical. And then I asked him about his least favorite part of playing Trunchbull because she is so mean. He said he likes doing the mean part because it's something, it's different. But he said the thing that he dislikes the most is that he accidentally spits in people's faces sometimes. (laughs) They were running through the show Thursday night um, to do a pickup rehearsal, which is the rehearsal. Once you've opened that weekend, you only have to come to rehearsal once just to make sure you've got it good and it's running okay. He said that Aria, one of our girls who plays Matilda, broke character because he spit on her so bad that they had to stop. (laughs) And then he spit on Becca, who plays Miss Honey with me, as doubled as me and that it was like glistening and that he felt bad. And so he was like, so I hate that I spit on people and I feel really sorry and I'm sorry to you all. So that was like his one thing that he doesn't like. Come on, Nick. I know, he means well. He's just so into it.
1: Well, and you know, I I feel like I've I've seen Nick grow up a little bit over just the last couple of years because I met Nick... When I came into the Playhouse a couple years ago to do Willy Wonka. Yeah. And so he had, he wasn't in the show, but he was helping with like, you know, set and props sure. and stuff like that. And sure. so there's like a really big dramatic moment mm-hmm. when, you know, my son, because I played Mrs. Gloop, my mm-hmm. son, you know, Augustus Gloop goes up the pipe. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking up at like, when he's Augustus! Passed, and I'm like, Augustus, get yeah. out of that pipe. This is very <laughs> and so Nick is over there holding this thing across from across the stage and I think it was supposed to be like grass or the chocolate river I don't know uh-huh. and he's like he's dancing and being crazy just trying to get me to break character and I just, I can't that was like one of my fondest memories of that entire show was just mm-hmm. Nick and how just that kid is so genuine and he he's is. so sweet and it's like I've just seen him mature over the last couple of years and he's just he's just, such a cool. Dude. Well,
0: and even backstage, he'll be like telling everybody, like, "Hey, you're doing great. Yeah. Hey, you're doing this," and he'll give you a hug, and he'll be like, "You're doing fantastic," even if somebody messed up. Yeah, absolutely. and I appreciate that because we're all so hard on ourselves, mm-hmm. and we're our toughest critics being in this industry. And so for someone like that, just be like, "Hey, you're fine." It's okay. You're still talented. You're so wonderful. Oh, you're so nice. Well, he's like
1: grown up in the theater too, so he yeah knows how how it feels right when you make a boo boo.
0: Well, with his sisters and then his mom directing, yeah, Mm -hmm. completely. So good boy, that one. I then got to interview these four girls: Dylan, yes, Dylan (gasps) Burke, yeah, Dylan Grayson, Haley, and Kara. So Haley and Kara are part of the main eight that are part of Matilda's like crew if you will Mm -hmm. and they play hortensia Haley does okay and then kara plays eric oh and so i asked kara i said this is a guy role do you ever get to play girl one she's like not really my first show was Pinocchio and I was Pinocchio and I was like oh, oh no been there girlfriend <laughs> done that and then she said that still even though she's playing a boy that was still her favorite show that she's ever <laughs> done like with Playhouse and that she like had a great time Haley said that one of her favorite shows she's ever done at Playhouse was Peter Pan um, and just like all the creativity that was put into it and how fun it was with the cast Dylan said her role in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang that she had, her dresses were beautiful. I don't know if you remember Stephanie telling us when we were working on the set of Proof, Stephanie is Dylan's mom, um just like her red ball gown that she got Mm -hmm. to have and dylan's already beautiful as it is but like to put her in like these stunning costumes i i didn't get time to see that because we were so busy with proof i imagine she killed it and then grayson said she really liked frozen and she said another one i can't remember it off the top of my head i'm sorry grayson but dylan and grayson are both featured dancers and scary kids and i asked them what that was like because both of them are so kind Mm -hmm. and just sweet and they both said it's fun to go into one song intimidating little children. Yeah. And then by the second act, they're playing with them. Mm-hmm. And so to build that character development, they really like. Aww, and then yeah. for Haley and Kara, they both said that it's very fun to be a part of so many things as a part of Matilda's like friend group. Yeah. Because something Kara pointed out. She said, whether you have a big role or not, you were always doing something. She no. and I was like, I appreciate that, and she's like, okay, she's like in middle school. I was like, I Kara, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Haley agreed with that very strongly, too, that they always get to be a part of something. So that was really cool. Um, I pulled over Eman, our music director, and he is he is one of the directors for the Woodlands at College Park Orchestra. And that is a phenomenal program. And he has helped us with our music. I asked how he was holding up since he's a teacher. And he's like, um, I'm dying, but I'm good. <laughs> and I was like, I feel that because it's our last week with students he said that he was doing good and i asked him you know what he thought of the show and he said the same thing you were saying he's like to have so many kids this talented at this level that could all overcome so many things um to get to singing how they are was quite impressive and that's how i felt with newsies last year too Mm -hmm. it's just incredible to watch them grow i mean that's why him and i teach is for like we just we don't get we never get enough of that feeling we're like we want it more and more so like we keep returning and so i asked him i said what are you going to be doing next like with college park once this musical ends a playhouse he's going to be the pit orchestra director for freaky friday at the woodlands of college park and so we got to go see that in january because i've never i didn't know it was a musical i knew it was like a movie redone like three times disney channel just did a remake of it
1: they did I need to catch this. I
0: need to catch. I didn't know. I don't know. I still like the
1: Lindsay Lohan one the most. One I didn't even know that Mean Girls was a musical.
0: Well. Yeah, that, that only came out a few years ago, though. Like, you're not super far behind. Eh. You don't even go here. Right.
1: You know? Yeah. Um,
0: I got interrupted by Jonah at one point. Jonah's one of um, the scary kids as well, but he's, like, one of the biggest stage hands. Like, anything you need moved, that kid will do. He can't whisper very well, but it's because he's trying to tell people where to go. And so he said everyone should look forward, and I quote wacky moments <laughs> wacky moments to laugh at that's funny right that is um, funny. and then obviously i had to interview becca of course she said this was like a dream role for her to be miss honey which like i didn't know until i talked with her but like it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. after getting to know becca and you've worked with becca mm-hmm. on what show was it Into In the, the woods, woods. Yeah, yeah she
1: was cinderella See,
0: and like Cinderella, Miss Honey, like like, she's very good at that demeanor. She,
1: exactly. Like she, she was Cinderella. She was Cinderella. I mean, okay, so you got to go back to your, your castle now, right? Mm -hmm. She's like,
0: no, I got to go home. Oh, and she does like princess parties where she's Elsa. And I'm like, what? so you just, yeah. Man,
1: okay. Becca is she, just a Disney princess. She's just I'm a Disney convinced. princess
0: and she needs to go be a part of the program and like sing for Disney.
1: Yes, please.
0: Yeah. So, hey, Disney, if you're listening, please hire Becca. because She's great. Mm-hmm. She can pull mm-hmm. off like practically any princess. Becca
1: is your girl. Yes.
0: It's been super great to be double casted with her because she's so helpful and patient because I get so frustrated with myself so easily. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, hey, you're fine. It's okay. She's she's so sweet. She's yes.
1: Just one of the nicest, nicest, Mm -hmm. sweetest girls.
0: And on top of that, for battling, she was battling some infections today. She's been sick, and she still went out there and like gave it her all. I was like, yes, of course, mama. She's Disney princess, man. And they don't give up. She's a queen. She is a queen. She's awesome. She's an ice queen. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So when we come back, you're gonna get to hear from the cast the recordings that were recovered. So come back for that. Stick with us and hear from our sponsors. We are officially done with the second weekend of this, and I'm here with the lovely Stephanie Burke, who plays Miss Wormwood, um, Matilda's mom. Stephanie, what do you think of the last run?
2: I think it went well. Yeah, well. I think I'm glad I can go home and rest.
0: (laughs) That's fair. If y'all can't tell, like, as much as we love this, it is very tiring because what do you do when you're not Miss Wormwood? Because you're double casted like I am. Yes. When I'm not
2: Mrs. Wormwood, I have a small, small part in the very opening number. And then after that, it's just moving a lot of set pieces, singing Mm -hmm. backstage. So it's not like we get to sit still. Right. Uh, We're still have important
0: moving around yes mm-hmm. i mean
2: to be honest if the choky door was not there during hammer it mm. really does bring the scene together so, uh-huh. so the fact that i'm standing there behind it the whole time right it, it just really brings it all
0: together I think. it's really hard because um <laughs> whenever chelsea who is your double, is yeah. doing the choky door it's hard for me to not look at her while i'm on stage yeah. um choky is a play how would you describe choky uh, besides the song the Chokey
2: is this horrible closet that mm. Trunchbull puts kids that she thinks are being bad, but she right. doesn't have great reasons.
3: Mm-mm. But she puts or them evidence. in there,
2: and it's it's a teeny tiny little closet. You can't sit. You just have to stand there. But if you lean against a the wall, there's, like, broken glass and mm-hmm. nails and stuff, so you can't you can't move. It's... Basically, torture. Have
0: you ever, like, hurt yourself with the choky door before? I have not
2: yet. Okay. (laughs) Good. Because I try to stay very cognizant of where all the big spikes are Mm -hmm. in it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There's one right by my leg, though. And so, like, one of these days I'm afraid
0: I'm gonna. You've only got two more shows. So, like, the chance. Well, I've only got one
2: more that I've got to move the choky door. Oh, okay. So you've only. So we've, because I'm on for one of them. So it's only on my
0: off date. So you've got a 5% chance of getting hurt. Don't be a part of that statistic. We need you.
2: (laughs) Poor Finley got hurt again today. Oh, did she? And it wasn't even Mm -hmm. her fault when Ralph threw the, um, when Trunchbull threw the books, Mm -hmm. they landed on her foot.
0: So Finley is Finley is like she she's a younger teen and she is like one of our best stagehands back here probably. But she was
2: so proud of not needing the ice pack yesterday. And so she was standing there like with her lifting up her foot and I looked at her and I was like, "Do you need me to get the ice pack?" And <laughs> damn if looks could kill um, <laughs> she did not appreciate my comment mm-hmm. but I was, she was serious like, I'm tough. I mean I was serious mm-hmm. but I don't because she was so proud of not needing the ice pack. Right.
0: So. so how many shows what, sh- what number show is this for you at Playhouse at
2: Playhouse mm-hmm. that I've been in yes. that I was in the cast Okay, so it's my third show that I've been cast in.
0: Okay, how many shows have you just either worked or been in, like, all together at
3: Playhouse? All
2: together. I want to say six, and that doesn't really include the summertime shows that my kids were in. So, Mm -hmm. like, six that I've been involved in. Mm -hmm. Um, So, one, I was just a parent um, because my kids did it. um, Right. And then did another one of those this year, but I actually ended up assistant directing that
0: show and Mm -hmm. then Proof. Right. Um, I worked crew on that one and you're so. gonna ad footloose this summer I right I
2: am so anybody listening that is interested in footloose get your get your songs together and
0: and come on out because i'm on out i'm music directing that as well yes so we'll all be in the audition room waiting for you it's gonna be fun so what are you gonna do now that you're gonna go home
2: um apparently we're meeting people at mellow mushroom for dinner
0: Oh, yeah, like Mellow Mushroom. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So
2: I was like, it needs to be quick because your daughter still has a paper to finish. So.
0: Oh, yeah. So we interviewed um, Stephanie's daughter earlier. She's one of the big, scary kids in the group of four girls. Um, she liked playing... Um, in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang Junior the Baroness the Baroness that's right so that is Stephanie's daughter so just like we said earlier this is a family show so her daughters are in it and she is in it and then her wonderful husband Seth supports them and loves them and brings them the best sandwiches before and after yeah but typically so. he's just like today he
2: got to spend the day watching football without anybody complaining about football <laughs> on the
0: TV. Seth you deserve it so alright I'm gonna let you go home and like live your life and chase your dreams but we only got one more weekend man one yep. more Alright, so now we're here with one of our directors, Sierra Gant. She has been in charge of choreography, backstage, ADing, and pretty much everything that you don't see that makes this show run. So our girl Maddie is in training under Sierra, but she wanted to let you know that. But Sierra, hey, you just finished your second weekend. How does it feel? Uh, it feels good to be done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amen. Retweet, say it louder for the people in the back. So how, how many shows... Would you say in general, because you grew up, I actually thought the street was named after y'all, oh, that the yeah, theater's a lot on. Do. How many shows would you guesstimate you've been in at this theater?
3: Honestly, I have no clue. I don't think I ever really counted. But Mm -hmm. I started when I was in elementary school. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. A lot.
0: Has your mom directed since you've been in it? Or did she kind of see y'all and Mm -hmm. then...
3: Yeah, she started off as just like a parent watching. Mm -hmm. And then slowly, I think once I was in seventh grade, she finally had her first show that she directed. Mm -hmm. Before that, she did things like the tech booth and Mm -hmm. lights and backstage. Gotcha. Okay. And she finally decided to do her own show.
0: Right. So you know her older sister Chelsea is in this as the other Miss Wormwood Um, and then her brother Nick is one of Nick is coming in being Nick and Nick is Miss Trunchbull and Rodolfo what's it like seeing your siblings up there and you doing the backstage work
3: oh it's super fun I love seeing like them do their thing it's a little uh sad that I'm not in it like last year I got we all three got to be in it Mm -hmm. together um but it is cool to like not be running around and be able to like stay on the side sure. and watch them do their thing.
0: Sure, sure, sure. And yeah. be supportive, because they're right. always supportive of me. Right, they are They are super supportive of you. So you moved out of Texas, you grew up here, you were like born and raised in the Houston area suburbs. And well, then, I was
3: born in Waco, actually.
0: Were you really? Yeah. Okay, see, I learned something new today. Sierra was born in Waco, obviously. <laughs> and then when did y'all move here?
3: Uh, very soon after. I don't remember living there, okay. uh, but Nick was born here. He's the only one.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. So you moved out of Texas when to pursue uh, music?
3: Um, I believe I was 21 21 I was supposed to so actually I originally moved out at 18 mm-hmm. to go to Belmont University for okay. um uh performance uh and voice and sure commercial voice and then a week before school started I kind of just decided to save my money mm-hmm. instead of um paying for tuition that sure wouldn't really get me anywhere right um, that I would save it and use it for rent, and mm-hmm. actually do um, things like recording music right. that I wouldn't be able to afford, right? Um, otherwise, and then I moved there mm-hmm. and lasted a week before I got super homesick mm-hmm. and decided to come back home mm-hmm. and stuck around the playhouse actually and choreographed right. a lot until. Mm-hmm. I just spontaneously decided to leave.
0: Right. (laughs) So what has it been like living outside of Texas? Like what are the things that you have missed most and what are the things that you like that we don't have in Texas?
3: Honestly, the biggest thing that I miss uh, about not living in Texas Mm -hmm. is my Playhouse family, honestly. I will swear to that <laughs> um, That and my own family i yeah. um, very very close Like my family's Very very close We're all each other's Best friends So right. even though that I live super far away mm-hmm. We FaceTime like Every day Probably like Five times a day My family's probably really Sick of sweet. me Contacting them Never. All the time No I'm sure they are They're like <laughs> What? I'm doing something And I'm mm-hmm. like I'm sorry I'm just trying to say hi Right, right. <laughs> But yeah I'm like Super dependent on My siblings And my mom And my dad mm-hmm. So But the good thing is Is Moved away at a good time, Mm because I started to get um, more music opportunities here in Texas after I moved away, coincidentally. Okay, right. Um, Funny how that works. And so, now I I pretty much get paid to come back home every every other month, probably. That's phenomenal. Yeah, to play shows. So, it's kind of like... Mm-hmm. a blessing and a curse but I get to come home right uh, as the reward
0: so do you what's your take on so you <clears throat> choreographed like our show you you held choreographed newsies last year when we did that you've choreographed a lot of stuff and now you're doing music with you know different genres like country and what else uh,
3: I've done a little bit of pop but mostly country mm-hmm. um actually fun fact when mm-hmm. I was in middle school I had done like competitions all mm-hmm. throughout um like growing up around Texas, about like the country singer Mm -hmm. or um, best singer in Texas or whatnot. Sure. And I never won, Mm -hmm. but I would always be a finalist. And then um, one year, I think it was probably seventh grade. Yeah. Uh I didn't win at all, nowhere near winning, but the judge came up to me and um, one of the prizes was recording. (gasps) Oh, that's great. he has his own home studio. And through that, not even winning, just Mm -hmm. doing it, I started. I ended up being a demo singer without even knowing that that's mm-hmm. what I was doing. In middle school, like I would trade my vocals for people, his clients, right, so that I could record my own music. For that's
0: free. awesome. That so. and that started like at thirteen. Wow, that's incredible.
3: Yeah. So I was in sixth. I was in. So I was in seventh grade, and mm-hmm. then I, I did it from like seventh grade till probably sophomore year.
0: Okay. Very and nice. It slowly
3: kind of stopped. I got too involved in mm-hmm. school.
0: So what's been probably your favorite thing about helping direct this show because again you do it with your mom and your sister chelsea what's your favorite thing been so far about matilda itself
3: i think working with like the younger kids because most of the time newsies mary poppins i'm i'm usually working with older teens who are more capable because they've just had more life and sure um uh you know don't maybe have two left feet anymore (laughs) right but these little kids have really stepped up and like didn't think they were capable of something Mm -hmm. that they did Right. and now they're like a completely different person. So I think for my family in general, the biggest Mm -hmm. thing um, for us when we direct shows Mm -hmm. is seeing the growth and the improvement and the confidence that Mm -hmm. these kids get by the end of it. Where they probably wouldn't get this experience anywhere else.
0: Right. I feel that on a spiritual level because with teaching, you know, when we see that breakthrough in the classroom too, it's like, that's why we're here. That's why we do it. That's when
3: you feel like it was a success. Right.
0: Right. For sure. Well, I'm going to let you go home and get some sleep because (laughs) we're all dead inside in the best way possible, but dead inside. (laughs) So, but thank you for talking with us as one of the directors and we'll see you on a pickup rehearsal on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Sound good. Yo, that's it. That's the interviews. We did it. I'm I'm just upset that I lost the not the footage, but the recordings of the other ones. But at least everyone got to hear like what they thought about it and things like that. Um and what the characters or not characters, they're real life people. They're real people what with the performers out. got to, <laughs> what the performers got to say and think even though it wasn't their voices. I, I did my best to remember you guys and I tried. If I left anyone out, I'm extremely, extremely sorry. So, but yeah, it was super enlightening. We'll get back to Texas stuff, I guess, next week or something. We're going to have you on again, Obvi, because again, I need you for everything. Guys, she let me like bust up in her house. I called her. I said, I lost part of the recordings. Can you help me record some of this? And she was like, I got to clean. And I was like, can I come over in 30 minutes? She's like, would you hate me if I said no? I was like, it's just, I'll buy you food. I'll buy you food. That's how she got me. And so, I, dude, I you didn't even let me bring you food. I know.
1: Well, I already ate. I'm actually kind of full.
0: <laughs> hey, if you're content, that's, that's good. But <laughs> I owe you Shipley's. Well, I got... Okay. <laughs> you're like, done. Deal. Sold. Sold. Signed. Yes. I got my 10 second
1: tidy in before you got here. 10 second. Yes. I made it a little bit more presentable.
0: I mean, this I is about will, what my house looks like. I
1: finally got all of my Christmas stuff up. I just don't mm-hmm. have, like, the boxes and the containers out from all but the Christmas But nobody judges stuff. you for I that. I put it out. And then my kid likes to leave his Nerf guns
0: everywhere. I and, mean, if he's going to leave anything out, I'm glad it's Nerf gun stuff. True. Because then you can just throw the bullets and be like, here you go. Pick Basically. Basically. So, all right, guys. <laughs> well, we'll be back next week. Keep enjoying your Christmas festivities and times. And make sure to go check out the last weekend of Matilda for December 20th and 21st at Playhouse 1960. We love you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.